Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. Six questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. Let's do it. Side note this is the legalese of this podcast. Uh, this is not a sponsored podcast by anyone. This is for our network. So, Paige, question number one few sentences Who are you and what do you do? Well, hey, Rick. I'm Paige. I am currently a privacy analyst for a contractor in the DC area. Um, so what I do is I look at a system and um, a system for privacy analyst is not just the computer. It's just the, the bigger picture of the program function and how the system and the technology achieves that goal. Um, and I look at that from a step-by-step basis and say, um, and just look for, for ways that PII might be accidentally uh, collected when it doesn't need to be or um, disseminated when it doesn't need to be, um, just things like that. Basically, my goal is to reduce the use of PII across the agency that I'm working with. Interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the first side question in. Okay. H- how did you get involved in, in this type of position? This is actually a pretty um, interesting question. So I, as 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 you know, but our, our audience might not, you and I used to work together. Um, we work together in a forensics field, but we also have a couple of people that we know um, kind of who do privacy related stuff. And so one of them actually happens to be a teammate of mine. And we happen to be going to, uh, we happen to be on our way to a, a game in Frederick, Maryland, and she was telling me about it. I initially dismissed this field because I was like, no, this isn't what I want to do. Um, but she, the more she told me about it, the more it felt like a natural fit for me and my expertise and my background. Um, so I went from our company and, and kind of branched off into the privacy realm. So that's where nice. I started. Yeah, it was a little bit nice. of networking. Perfect. The reason I asked that is because I wanted you to talk about that networking piece. You had talked to me about that before. Mm-hmm. It is this network that really is the core of why we do the podcast. So people realize that if you want to look into a new industry like privacy, you should just reach out to people. People will help you get there. So question number two, what's the best thing about being a cyber and IT professional? Oh my gosh, it's just ever changing. Um, Privacy is really new. So it's exciting in that you get to look at everything from a um, a privacy focus. Um, Please excuse me, my cat is going to break my, <laughs> my, um, my apologies. When she's hungry, she likes to uh, move the automatic feeder and move it over. <laughs> nice. My neighbor yells at me a lot for it. Um, okay, so what's the best thing about being a cyber professional? It's that um, privacy is just so new. So right now it's it's everything's evolving and um, it's all interesting to me. I, I don't know how else to put it, but it is all interesting to me when I look at things from a cyber per, uh, per, uh, a privacy perspective um, and how that can go. And, and Wonderful. Just- so, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change this third question just a little bit for you because I want it to be focused on that privacy world. Privacy is a definite top concern in, in the area. I mean, you can watch the news and see all these data breaches that are happening. Uh, no name specific, but, but we know they're out there, right? So, right? so what does privacy being a top concern mean to you? Privacy being a top concern mean to me? Um, 
ideally, I would not want big technology, uh, big tech companies like Apple, Spotify, um, Google, Samsung to collect as much information as they do about an individual. Um, I don't like that there's a huge sale of data um, in, in an industry that re revolving around that. I feel personally that people should have more consent and more control over the, the data that they hand over and be more informed. Um, so that's, that's where I'm, that's my concern with it. And that's fair. I'm going to, I'm going to throw another softball question in there, or in your case, a hockey question, <laughs> um, just the added, the added slap shot in here for you. So you talk about that data control, the, the, the request. Every time I look at something that says, you know, this is the data that we're going to use. It's pages upon pages, right? It's, it's the typical, um, you know, quote unquote, here's the terms. Are you going to just agree? Or are you going to read? Yep. How can companies get better? How can companies get better at managing that privacy uh, in, in that, in that, in that light? Yeah. So the way to tackle that problem um, when you're kind of hiding all of the information in long legalese is to essentially post like the summary in the privacy notice and then a longer version of that. So you can kind of skim it and see, okay, they're going to get like this cookie, these cookies and like for these reasons. Um, and then if you want to click more, you can like drill down and view the details do that. Um, and also not try to confuse your viewers um, with legalese. So it has to be directly marketed to your, your audience and not, you know, to be compliant legally. I'm sure the attorneys are rolling over right now and throwing <laughs> their shoes at you. Um, question number four, what piece of insight do you want to share with, with other professionals in the field? Just that privacy is, it's, it's, it's an emerging field. It's kind of a baby field right now, um, but it's only going to grow. And so when I look at things where my agency, like systems that my agency has, has used, they have your social security number as a unique identifier. Um, you don't need that, you know? So we go in and say, you don't need that. You don't need to collect the, the, the email addresses. You don't need to have people's birthdays, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so if you can look at your programs and your technology and your infrastructure from a privacy first perspective and just try to minimize that, um, for, for, for me, that makes my job a whole lot easier um, and makes me a lot happier with, with, with you. So, <laughs> And I would guess that, that probably makes it less acceptable to data breach. Correct. That's, that's the idea um, because I think as, as you and I both know, um, data breaches are going to happen and it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. So if you implement that privacy, um, from the very beginning, instead of after the fact, then the, the, you know, the risk of your, your data being compromised kind of lowers a little bit still there, but it's not as much if you're just collecting any and all information for whatever reason. Okay. So I'm going to shift question number five to this. How does privacy fit in with the compliance and risk teams? It's, that's essentially what I am. Um, I am compliant with, uh, we have to be compliant with the E-Government Act of 2002 and the Privacy Act of uh, 1974. So we go in and we looked for, for compliance with those, um, with other authorities, um, like the OMB memorandums and stuff like that. So we have our own sets of legal compliances that we have to look at um, and we follow that. Does that make sense? Perfect. Yeah, it totally does. I figured it would fall under that. I just wanted to make sure 
the audience kind of understood that privacy, compliance, risk, they have to be spoken in the same sentence. So wonderful there. Question number six, uh, and before I get there, everyone, I want everyone to realize that you can't use any type of hockey paraphernalia as the answer to this question, because if people don't realize, Paige is a big hockey player. Uh, but question number six, what is your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Oh, man, I saw this question and I knew the answer. It has got to be the iPod video. Um, that came out when I was a freshman in high school. I would go up to these cabins in the woods with my parents and we wouldn't have, you know, the Internet or, or movies, really. But I'd have that iPod video and I'd be set for the weekend. <laughs> nice. The technology. That's amazing. You didn't want a Zune at the time? <laughs> Uh, I still think Zune is actually really awesome. I loved that they had the, you could um, share a song with a person and have them yep. try it out for like three, you know, listens or whatever. I thought that was brilliant, but that just never took off. <laughs> it never took <laughs> off. So, well, wonderful. You did it six questions in nine minutes because just like in hockey, you know when to be concise and score. Here we go. <laughs> it was epic having you on. Make sure you check out our other episodes and insights on the CyberPro podcast. My name is Rick. Stay awesome, my friends. Thanks, Rick.